right, hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hello, Jake. How's it going? All is well here, uh, listeners. As we are recording, uh, Comey is testifying live, uh, so I don't think we should really talk about that because... You know, all we be doing a little is... bit of it, man. I, I I watched a decent amount. Yeah, I, it's basically we should wait till it's all over and then discuss it next week, maybe, or because by the time we get done, uh, I like coming across like maybe. an asshole. Here's the thing: he's he basically everything he says seems like he's dealing with somebody who is absolutely used to working in the private sector, where you have a little bit less clear guidelines on what you can and can can't do. Within within different companies and your own company, as far there's not within private sector elements, there's not the same kind of strict separation of powers. You know the checks and balances that you have in government. I mean, like right, you're if, talking if, about Trump, not Comey, right? Yeah, I'm talking yeah. about Trump. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's clear that this is like he's been dealing with somebody who's used to being able to be like, oh, I'm the CEO. Um, Basically, I'm I, I'm not technically telling you to do this, but since we're golfing together right now, it would go a good way for keeping your job, or a good way of getting the promotion, or a good way of getting some bonus if you did this thing or didn't do this thing. And, and even even the shit with Russia, you know, he's used to. Yeah, his company is is Trump, and the other company is Hilton. But you know, the CEOs go golfing here and there, and they make little deals where it's it's not. It's a hell of a lot more serious when you when you're dealing with other countries, and you know when even even still when you're dealing with uh, different judicial branches and things like that within your own country. I mean, it's it's uh, it's somebody who clearly uh, has no experience in that, and that's that's what we get for electing a guy to hold the highest public office who's never held public office. This is this is on us as much as it is Trump. I feel. Uh, I'm I. Agree with you 100%. Uh, my takeaway is, yeah, that everyone said we need someone to, we need to elect a businessman who can run the country like a business, and that's absolutely what he's doing. He thinks that because he's in charge, it's his business. Right. And, uh, yeah, and, and he's always done this throughout his entire career. He does what he does in order to win. So if there needs to be some collusion with Russia, ah, you know, it's it's not the best, but, uh, you know, it'll get me into the White House, so big deal. Like, right. that's what right. the campaign does, even though it's technically treason. He doesn't look at it as treason. His campaign didn't look at it as treason. They just looked at it as what needed to be done in order to win, and that is incorrect. Just you like a business deal during a game of fucking nine-hole, man. I mean, it's it's uh, it's kind of the same, same way he seems to be looking at that shit um, yep. from... What I can get, but it's kind of an it's kind of a cock tease of a subpoena or whatever because uh, basically they'll ask him, you know, they'll they'll ask him the basic stuff and he'll give the same answers over and over again. But when they ask him the really sexy questions, like, "Hey, uh, have you did you see any evidence of uh, direct correspondence between your direct collusion between Trump and Russia?" and and his answer is always. Oh, I can't answer that unless we're in a more I private can't speak setting. To that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. I can't address that in a uh, in a public setting. And it's I, I. I don't know. So it's kind. Of, it's a bit of well, a. Well, that's because it's currently under investigation. He can't talk about an ongoing right. investigation, even right. if he doesn't work for them anymore. He knows better than to start spilling secrets because even though he got fired, 
all his buddies still work there, and he knows what that's going to do to fuck up their investigation if he says anything, so... Still, it's it's it makes the whole thing a hell of a lot se- less sexy to watch. It's kind of like watching a porn where they've they they've blurred everything out. I was out just gonna say it's like, it's like watching scenes. Japanese porn. Have you ever watched Jap like actual Japanese porn, not Japanese people? Yeah, where it's where, where it's like blurred out and everything. They have it's to weird. blur the genitals. You can show fucking like they're literally fucking, and the the blur is just over the groin. So you see everything else, and then you just see this blur as they're thrusting. It's like. That, that's not really erotic. I'm not not really getting her. She's giving a blowjob to just like pixels, like literally. Well, the thing that gets me about their censorship is they have arguably some of the most disgusting cartoons, and, uh, perver- perverted, not just cartoons, but actual porn on the planet, man. And I, I mean, like, I get blurring the uh, the pubes or whatever if. Um, your porn is basically like what most mainstream porn was in the in the, in the good old VHS days before the internet. If that, if that was most of your porn, fine. But when you're leading the game on 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 filthy, disgusting internet porn that most people can't even jack off to, you know, like can't even. It's just weird, lit cigarettes, tentacles, sea animal, like a lot of weird yucky shit, underage shit too. Like push, yeah. not 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 illegal underage, but like making sure it looks illegal like yeah yeah a lot of that if you're gonna have all that just just take the blur off at that fucking point right like and and the fact that it's all blurred like that that means it's a it's a government regulated thing that means that they sat there in their congress like before they tried their comey or whatever they were like listen we need to address this filth in uh, Tentacle Cigarette Fuckers Volume 5, um, there was a pubic hair that was completely unpixelated. I, I, <laughs> When a father gives tentacle porn to his children, he needs to know that it is free of this filth. What about the children? I say we blur it. That's hilarious. Yeah, I, uh, I don't get it. But anyway, back to, I guess, point or not point, we should hold off on any more combing Trump nonsense until... Next week, when more has come to light, if anything, just wait till All right, summer. fair enough. It was it was fresh in my mind. Just got no, no. Watching. There's nothing wrong with that. I technically brought it up, and w- I said we're not going to talk about this, and then we just started talking. See, that's about just it. teasing me. You know what I'm saying? That's just you're <laughs> it's doing like nothing Japanese but porn. Our podcast yeah. today is like Japanese porn. You were lifting Comey's skirt in front of me and telling me to wait a week. I can't do that. I got to dive right in. Well, I do want to talk about this. Uh, I, I wanted to write about it, but I didn't have time. I don't. The the comedians um, like Colbert called uh, Trump's mouth a cockholder for Putin. Then Kathy Griffin cock did the, the it's a, it's a common term though. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, and uh, I guess Kathy Griffin should thank Bill Maher because he took her out of the hot seat by dropping the N bomb last week. You and- think maybe she called him up and was like, Bill? You owe me a favor. I'll I'll show people the videotapes, Bill. I'll show them your R. Kelly tapes if you, if you don't do I something crazy on your that. show. I mean, it 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 was like really good timing for her. It was it was stupendous timing. Yeah, they're, you're, they're either going to hear you say the n word on your show, or they're going to see you pissing on an underage hooker, Bill. What do you want? It's up to you. So, do you see your a, a difference between these? Like, I I I. I don't want to bring attention to it. I'm not going to – I sent it to you, but I'm not going to mention the, the location or the authorship, an article talking about how uh, – Shit, I didn't see that. 
uh, it, don't worry about it. It's a horrible article. I couldn't even finish it, but... <laughs> so you're like, oh, well, I, this I sent is completely it before unreadable. I read it. Some, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, listener, I'm gonna give it to Jake. I can't. <laughs> astute yeah, listener Dan sent it to note. me, and I sent it to you before reading. It's about comedians on the left getting in trouble and hurting, you know, the the cause of liberals because they're out of control. Sort of. Uh, Bill Maher dropping the end, Bob, Kathy Griffith, and saying comedians need to be reined in or some shit. It just it was it was a fucking shitty article, and I, I didn't agree with it at all. Um, but I, the, the problem I had is he was trying to blanket everything. He was trying to blanket Colbert, Kathy, and Bill Maher as all being equally, which we discussed last week, uh, equally at fault. Even right, though, as we right. discussed last week, you know, Bill Maher was off the cuff. Kathy yeah, Griffith yeah. was prepared, and Stephen Colbert, you can't say his comp comment was anything but accurate you know that you can't well and it was it was a lot more of a joke it was it was it it was definitely not as offensive as literally holding what appears to be a severed head (laughs) and staring with like dead doll-eyed at the camera i mean that's you know and colbert's came at the end of a rant there was tons of context to colbert's comment and it was very specifically targeted to something trump had said about reporters so I just when I, I don't want to see anybody get fired and lose gigs. I I always get reminded when things like this happen. Uh, of, did you ever see the interview where Patrice O'Neill is defending? I think it was Opie and Anthony on the news against some. I, I, I don't not. know. Go ahead. And it was me pretty in. good, but basically he he absolutely destroyed the lady he was arguing against. She was saying they should get fired because they said something. I, I don't even remember what it was. This was years ago, you know. But um, he basically was saying, "Look, I'm not defending the the joke itself. Um, I'm defending the attempt for the joke because funny jokes and unfunny jokes come from the same birth, right? And once you once you sort of just completely um, penalize and shut down people for failing at an attempted joke. People aren't going to attempt jokes as much. They're not going to attempt them as hard. They're not going to go outside the box. They're not going to take risks anymore. Comedy's not going to be as good. I agree with that. And that's why I think, as we discussed last week, you can't put all of these things into the same box. Like Bill Maher, off the cuff. Was it stupid? Absolutely. Did he apologize? Immediately. You know, I I don't know where that comes from personally. Like, it, it's never in my wheelhouse, wheelhouse to bust out the N-word if I'm trying to be edgy. Uh, it obviously is in his somewhere. But everybody knows Bill Maher is not a racist. I mean, he has done so many things for black causes. It's out there. He just got too comfortable with his right he's just fucked up yeah, yeah. I mean, you know he yeah it was clearly not a planned thing it was just sort of like well, i'll try this you know like it was just something to throw back at him and, and you know it, it, it didn't work you know he, he he put up a shot from from uh half court and it, it fucking didn't go in the basket man what are, what are you gonna do I mean, like, yeah, should he should he apologize for it? Yeah, I mean, should he be well, ticked he off did. his fucking show that he's had for twenty goddamn years or whatever? No, I agree. Like, if if he had gone belligerent and said, you know, like I'm not going to apologize, blah blah blah, then I'd feel a little different. Like, come on, dude, you know you fucked up. Just apologize. But he did. He apologized immediately, and that's where I think it ends. Is if he has anything he needs to work out with the black community, that's on them. I can't, as a white guy, say. 
what more or anything he needs to do to mend fences because it's not on me. It's not my place to say it's between him and anyone else, you know? Well, yeah, and more importantly, like, they're with all three of them they're, they're they're comics i mean they're they're supposed to be kind of pushing the 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 envelope push, doing whatever i mean if, if you're gonna worry about that worry more about the guy who's in office who said numerous insanely offensive things exactly. and, and he's the fucking president like they didn't elect him to the highest uh comedian in the country they allow like he's in the highest branch of public office and he said crazy shit so I mean, it, it, yeah, worrying about them, it's you're, you're worried about a two when a 10 is probably going to start a nuclear war or fucking cause the apocalypse through global warming or some horrible fucking thing that he could potentially do now that he is commander in chief of the uh, most powerful military on the world. And yeah, he's in charge of the whole fucking country. So that's a bigger deal and things that he says than yeah any any comic should be ever like that should be getting way more press than than Kathy Griffin I, I don't care if she holds up a thousand severed heads of politicians it's not as big a deal as the president saying the shit that he said and doing the shit that he's done and it's it's it, it's ridiculous how much coverage that's getting well and the good point there you make is that it just shows, like, uh, the fake outrage from the right that, like, people on the left got pissed. I think we said this last week. People on the left got pissed at Kathy Griffith and said that's not fair. And people on the right absolutely said Kathy Griffith was out of line. However, when Trump says or does anything stupid, which he does all the time, the left condemns it, and then the right refuses to condemn it. They're like, ah, it's just Trump being Trump, or, you know, what are you going to do about his Twitter account? Yeah. They, they yeah. blow it off. They, it's, it's a hypocrisy of anger, and that's, that's where my problem lies, is if you're... We've, we've talked about this with outrage. Right, they're Be blowing consistent. off the president, whereas yeah. we're, we're talking about a fucking comedian here, you yeah. know? I mean, if you're going to be outraged, be consistent. It's That's... that's all you have to do is be outraged by everything or be outraged by nothing. But you don't get to pick and choose because one guy is on your side and the other yeah. is speaking out against you. That is bullshit, and it shows that you're just trying to – you're just making noise for the sake of distracting. When they're, when they're angry at Kathy, they're just basically trying to distract from what Trump is doing or tweeting at the time. Right, right. Oh, so speaking of um, outrage on the right, I've I have been screening calls for a certain right wing radio show uh, late at night on Sirius XM, which has yes. been fucking amazing. Um, so I, I don't want to give the name of the show or anything. No, fair enough. I, I don't want to. I don't want to like you know. It's your job. You got to get you fired protect. in case somebody hears this. Boy, in case one of our seven listeners snitches me out to 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 the boss man. Um, but either way, just know it's a right wing radio show. It's the equivalent of, you know, Rush Limbaugh or, you know, Fox News, any of that. And we tend to get a lot of truckers because it's it's late at night. Um, you tend to get guys that are on the road who can stay on hold for a while, uh, especially that late at night. So truckers make up probably about 90% of our callers. But there was there was um, a guy that called up, what was it, a, a couple days ago, and he was... He was saying that he, he listens to a lot of talk radio, mostly conservative. And one thing he found out is that every time there's a, there's a major terrorist attack from an Islamic terrorist group, 
He never hears any Muslim callers call up and renounce that attack. And then like three other guys, most of them from Texas, by the way, um, called up (laughs) saying the same thing. They were shocked that on their right-wing nationalist radio show that none of the the thousands of Muslim listeners that they must... must that be they out must there have, that they must in. have were calling up. Yeah, they didn't have a single caller to the Fuck Allah nightly radio show, uh, <laughs> you, you know, calling up. Yeah, long-time listener, first-time caller, um, lifelong Muslim, pray five times a day. Uh, big fan of the Fuck Allah in the ass with a piece of bacon show. Uh, just wanted to say I don't like what happened in England or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, you don't, have any, you don't have any Muslim listeners. You say shitty things about Muslims on a nightly basis, hence they don't like to listen. Um, <laughs> that's why they're not calling up and renouncing terrorist attacks on your show. Well, speaking of terrorist attacks, that's hilarious. Um, I did, I, I will say this, uh, after the attacks in England, the, the most recent one, not the Manchester, the one that unfortunately happened after, um, 130 imams signed a petition saying that they would not grant traditional Islamic burial ceremonies rights or whatever to the terrorists and i thought that was interesting because see they should have called the right-wing radio stations and let them know that you know (laughs) if only these imams were listening to um uh the jesus crusader with bill and chuck tonight i don't i they need to listen more that's on them well, they did release the statement, so, you know, Jesus with Chuck and Bob uh, probably should have had their eyes and ears on uh, English press, England's uh, media. There you but go. Well, I was... listen, listen to Al Jazeera a little more, Jesus with Chuck and Bob. <laughs> but what I was going to say is, is I thought that would be a no-brainer that that should just be standard, and, and it makes me worry and think that it isn't, that generally— they still get traditional Islam, like they, I think, given the fear some of these Islamists have, um, knowing that they are not going to get a traditional Islamic ceremony, burial, whatever, might act as maybe like a 0.01% deterrent, or it might knock, you know, one or two guys out of the game. But I think that's something that should have been decreed a long time ago. And it makes me sad to think that it took this long for imams to speak out in mass and say, yes, we will not grant traditional burial rights to terrorists. Well, yeah, but I, mean, I, that's I, would, sort of a- I would be willing to bet that a lot of the imams that are that are signing this paper uh, are generally living in places where they don't have oh, a, a whole England. lot of strong... They're all hold- Oh, they're all in England? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. how many... You know, so the I doubt that these guys, if they're are preaching the the bullshit that gets people to turn anyway, I, well, I yeah. hear that. Yeah, they're not the Fred Phelpses of Islam, dude. Like they're yeah, these yeah, are no, these I, are the I guys. Yeah, yeah. So they're not these guys as imams anyway. These guys as imams are are definitely down with the cause. Hence, that's the reason they go to them for. Uh, well, no, no, uh, I, I don't know Quran readings or whatever. That's what the I'm fuck saying. They do you put there. it out there and. How do how do I'm I've got it in my head. I'm just having problems. Oh, it's definitely a good thing it. to do. That being said, I totally get why they don't put that out there most of the time. Like, a there's a fear thing. Like, who gets killed more by you, you know Islamic extremist groups than Muslims themselves? Other, man, I mean, you know, Muslims. so yeah, yeah, like I'd be I'd be worried about that shit. And then also, I mean, as far as callers to any radio show or anything, it's like 
Because I've, I've heard that more than once. Like, oh, where's the, you know, where's the mass movement of, you know, Muslims renouncing this shit? It's like, it'd be kind of fucking awkward. That's like saying, like, hey, you're a white guy. Why aren't you calling random radio shows every time an unarmed black kid gets shot by the cops to be like, hey, that thing yeah. that happened when the kid got shot for carrying Skittles? Oh, I didn't like it. <laughs> like, what? Okay, well, it should go without saying that you didn't like it. I'm going to assume you didn't like it until you say something stupid that makes it seem like you did. And so that's the way I, you know, I, I look at it with any anybody regarding any like horrible fucking thing that is done by somebody within their same ethnic group religion whatever um i'm gonna assume that they're not dicks until they personally prove me otherwise when it comes to their disposition on those kind of things i i don't disagree with you and i'm still having minor difficulties articulating my thought i absolutely agree with you and and i'm on the same page i guess what i'm saying or or attempting to is future so-called terrorists like like you said you have the imams that are extremists that are calling that are they are preaching this hateful non-traditional uh version warped version of islam and that's you know those those uh houses of fake worship are what breed and create the terrorists i'm saying that you get to the kids it's, it's like you don't try and convert the person that's already the criminal you catch them before they become a criminal like they someone that has no thoughts or is i don't even want to say on the fence or you know you just put it out there so that it's just out there where you're hearing you're hearing positive messages like that as opposed to negative ones the more the positive message gets out like hey if you do this bullshit, just know that you won't get the tr- traditional burial and someone that might be flirting with the idea or who might be angry over Syria, you know, there's still going to be some that will hunt down the shitty um, terrorist branch and join, but you could, you, you might be able to reach people that could be, you know, on the fence or just not on the fence, just, just to the side of the fence, but have had the thought, you know, does that make any sense? It does. I got another idea, man. This one, this one, I feel tackles the problem a little more directly. Go so apparently, uh, I mean, you know what the what what we've heard a lot is that there's there's this belief among these terrorists that if they die they're doing terroristy things, they get seventy two virgins in the afterlife. You see, right. seventy two. Right. What I'm saying. Is I think we should have you. You know how they have that um, those programs like you trade in your guns and you get toys or you get a yeah, hundred yeah, bucks yeah, or whatever. Yeah. If you trade in explosive vests, we'll give you one virgin. You know what I mean? Like right now, you don't have you don't have to wait till you're dead. You don't have to just oh, hopefully Imam's not bullshitting me about these seventy-two virgin things. Now you get your one official uh, Imam certified virgin right there. You turn in a suicide vest. Okay, do we get to pick the virgin, like, you know, a 50-year-old morbidly obese woman that just hasn't been able to find a partner and has volunteered for this just because she finally wants to know what it is like to have a penis inside her? What, what are we talking Listen, here? Tim, the way bait and switch work, uh, you know, <laughs> you don't give the switch up, bro. You're not what getting are you the doing? I solved terrorism, and then you fucked it up. You stepped on Peace's dick, man. That's what happened. You ruined Peace. <laughs> I had a solution here. Come on, man. You're <laughs> We had it. We were so close. We were right there. Well, um, anything else you want to talk about today? I had one stupid news story that I wanted to sort of half bring up. Uh, I thought you might be able to run with it. It made me laugh. Do you want to hear it, or do you have something you want to talk about? 
No, it's it's, it's go with that one, man. Okay, it's just that uh, the other day I saw this news story. Um, and first of all, let me say, you know me, Jake, and, and all seven listeners know me. I love blaming millennials for everything. I, I'm, I'm an old man, and just like any old man, I love to blame the generation that's coming up after me for all that's wrong in the world. You However, kids call that shit music? Anyway, exactly. Uh... That's what I like to yell. <laughs> However, I saw a news story where uh, Applebee's and Buffalo Wild Wings and other restaurants like that are blaming millennials for their declining sales. And, again, as much as I like blaming millennials for everything, that had to have been one of the stupidest goddamn stories I've ever read. I am Generation X, and I don't eat at those shit places. Buffalo Wild Wings has the worst food, if you can even call it that, yeah. in the world. Applebee's, who the fuck eats there? You're, are you, why is that supposed to be a bad thing? I mean, I get why it's a bad thing for them, for them but them but trying like, make to good sit food. there. And, are you yeah, saying millennials yeah. are smarter or have taste buds? You can't blame God millennials damn right. they for like not all wanting that, all that shit or, food. Organic food, man. Yeah, they, 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 they're, they're more into... Uh, Organic food that's that's fresher and you know doesn't have as many fucking chemicals and pesticides and is better for you and is more it's lo- locally sourced so it's gonna be fresher still and yeah that's it's just gonna be better food man that's just basic food 101 you get fresher ingredients you get a better product at the end and those shitty chain restaurants don't do that and I the fact that they're sitting there. I, I kind of want to read that article now, man, because... Oh, just I, Google. Google Millennial Applebee's, something like that. You'll find it. It, it was out there. It's it, If you want to read man. it, go ahead. The thing that pissed me off about is is one thing in the article said, well, millennials today, they don't like to go out and spend money. They like to sit home and cook. And it's like, that flies in the face of everything I have read about millennials. I read an article once that said... Wait, that's a good thing. That is a good thing. Well, it is a good thing, but it's also not true. I read an article that said cereal sales are declining because millennials don't like doing dishes, and they, they backed up, like, millennials will go out to eat just not to your shitty fucking Buffalo Wild wing, ring, Wings restaurant. Like, you you can't say millennials don't like to go out to eat when all the evidence points otherwise. All the evidence says millennials do not like sitting home and cooking food. Plus, they like what you said. Like they like table to source. Anyway, man. Yeah, they you like table to source restaurants. Yeah. I just, I, 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 it saddened me to have to take the side of millennials, millennials yeah. on this. I'm not talking, speaking well, either way. I yeah, I, that's that's a good thing. I I just love that uh, that the shitty, most unhealthiest restaurants are sitting there bitching like, um, hey, can you believe these assholes aren't coming to us? They're clearly doing <laughs> something wrong here. They're clearly it's uh, not cooking us. fresh it's, it's meals them. at home it's like like assholes. Them. Yeah, it's it's insane, man. How dare they not want our shitty food? And like I said, I. I've I've been to a Buffalo Wild Wings maybe also, twice. Also, these pussies in the past aren't chain smoking either. They need yeah. to chain smoke and eat Applebee's more. What's wrong with them? Why aren't they doing this? This is exactly not to bring it full circle before we sign off. This is exactly the uh, Trump pledge. You're like, I'm going to bring back coal. No, you're not. No, coal is dying because natural gas is big and alternative energy is big, and we're going solar. You're not. You're not. Why isn't anybody using coal anymore? We gotta, we gotta use coal. No, nobody's gonna use coal. You're, you're not gonna save it. You're a fuckhead. Yeah, I wonder how far he's gonna go with that. You think he's gonna, you think he's gonna try to bring back Joe Camel? 
Uh, I, the, the joke I heard the other day was a good one was that uh, he's going to try and he's saving Blockbuster is what he's going to do next. Is, there you go. He is going to save Blockbuster. There might be one left in the country, but he will bring them all back. Doing the Lord's work. All right, we're like a minute or two short. Jake, do you got anything you want to close with? Uh, I loved your story about work. You got anything else going on um, there that you can... I guess, yeah, a little... Sh- <laughs> I, I mean, this uh, this is pretty funny, too. I had an angry trucker yelling at me last night about how... Now, um, do you hear them in the back? you hear the road in the background? Is there... You know, like yeah, a, I mean, you can usually tell that you usually hear like a little bit of background noise, but they'll, they'll usually tell tell you they're on the road, you know. But um, he was sitting there yelling about how uh, tolls and taxes on gas have been going up, and 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 the roads have been getting worse. And he's screaming this at me. Granted, I'm just the call screener, man. I'm just going, "What's your name? What state are you calling from? What do you want to say on the air?" This guy is screaming at me so loud that I'm holding the phone away from my head as if I was I was the grandson of Baron Von Toll himself, the one who invented the first <laughs> toll booth. And and I've just been living on Park Avenue off of my toll booth money. Like I'm screening the calls to a right wing radio calls show. For fun. I'm just screening like you do it the as a show. hobby. Yes, and and like I'm just like I'm there, dude, like like I'm some pro toll activist, you know, like I'm, I'm I'm the one screening the call for the show you're calling. He's just screaming at me, and then at one point he goes, "I may not be college educated like you people, but I know that." And I, I it took all of the the inner filter for me not to stop him and be like, "Sir, listen, I just need you to know that I will never." I swear I will never accuse you of being college educated. Ever. <laughs> Don't ever let anyone tell you you're college educated, Cletus. You're better than that. You keep on driving that truck into the night high on crystal meth with your city's your sister's panties wrapped around the rear view mirror. Listening to free bird, cause you're a simple kind of man. I stupid, stupid question. Um I know the answer to it, but I think I just want to hear you say it. Are you allowed to say anything to them, or you just literally have to take down their information and ask what they want I to mean, talk about? I mean, it's kind of a gray area. I mean, they probably obviously don't you want you insulting them, their guests, but, but like, the, yeah. the thing is, is, especially with like the political talk shows, they get so many fucking people calling. That I mean, you're you're kind of supposed to filter the crazies a little bit, um, which I don't like to filter them out because I like yeah, to listen they, they to them. They make it more the entertaining, don't they? Yeah, they, do. they do. But but you will get the occasional person that's just too fucking out there, where like nothing they say makes sense, and like you don't want your show. You don't want to give the impression that you're you're just letting on anybody. You know. All right. Fair enough. Well, uh, you, I ask a request of you then. Um, Look into what you can and cannot say on the podcast because I, I would love to have you promote the show a little on here just so I, we, we can our listeners can tune in, give a listen, and and possibly call you up. And I have no idea. Well, I don't want to spike phone calls. Or... <laughs> See, you, you, you just you basically I just talked myself out. Yeah, I just yeah, said you why you can't do out it. Of it. You look, man, you keep you keep it's bait and I switch, go too not far, yes. switch than bait. You're, you're, I need you're to ruining say one this. thing and stop talking and not keep going. Yes, well. yeah, you got to just be like, eh, just so they can listen and and give ratings <laughs> to the show. We let we let their imaginations fill in the rest. 
Yes, yes. All right, listeners. Well, uh, jakevevra.com. If you want to email Jake and ask him uh, what you should listen to, then just shoot, go to jakevevra.com and uh, shoot him a line there. nathantimmel.com if you want to know anything about me. And, hey, uh, please, as always, tell your friends and family to listen to the podcast and stop by iTunes and say nice things about us. We appreciate it. All right, thanks for listening. Later.